Welcome to the Elijah Fire Podcast, where we jump into issues of today with faith and freedom instead of fear. And now here's your host, Jeff Tharp. What is up, everybody? Welcome to Elijah Fire, episode 247. Today is Friday, June 9th, 2023. Thank you for rolling with us in this late start. Uh, you know, sometimes there's just guests that we got to accommodate because we love them and we want to make it happen. And today we made it happen. So, um, today's going to be an awesome show. I want to let you guys know, remind you about the survey. What survey? We want to hear from you guys. We have, we're trying to, uh, pinpoint certain topics. And, and so if you click on that survey, the link is in the description under the stuff we talked about section. You can click on that. It takes like maximum a minute to fill out. There's also an other section. So if you don't see something there that you think would be a good topic to talk about, you can go in the other and you can you can put in whatever you want. How about that? So uh, you pick three and you let us know. We're seeing a lot of great results. A lot of encouraging ones, actually. I will not talk. I will not elaborate entirely, but there's some certain things that I've been sitting on and feeling like, man, I really feel like we're supposed to start hitting this subject. And you guys have spoken and confirmed what I've been hearing the Lord say. So very encouraging, actually. Um, and we're looking forward to seeing what more of you have to say. So just click that link. Uh, go over there. We're going to be promoting it for the next week. And that'll really help us out. We want to hear what you guys have to say. We want your voices to be heard as well. So, um, yeah, uh, Illumination said that everything up to Kelsey's episode from yesterday is up. So the poll is also in the live chat, she also said. so. So, all right. I think that's everything. I want to jump right in. Uh, my guest today, she's a teacher. She's a minister. She's a prophet. She's also a brilliant author, uh, especially of a book that she just re-released, which I do not have with me. We'll pretend like this is it. It's called Free Indeed. Um, and it is absolutely fantastic, you guys. I've been highlighting a couple of books, uh, especially for people. They write me and they're like, hey, man, I heard you talking about anxiety that really ministered to me or depression or whatever it may be. Uh, do, I, I want to hear more. I recommend two books, um, uh, defend yourself by Kara Starnes and free indeed by Mandy Woodhouse. Uh, that is another book that you guys absolutely should get. And it's like, a, I mean, it's like one of those books. It's like lightning fast read. Like it's just so engaging. She writes so well. I'm just, I'm, I'm just heaping compliments on her like crazy. Uh, cause it's well-deserved. So, um, let's give it up for my guest and my friend. Today, Mandy Woodhouse. Mandy Woodhouse. Oh, hello. Hello. I have a question. Did you say kerfuffle earlier? Kerfuffle. It was Kerf a, kerf a kerfuffle. Kerfuffle. Yeah, it was a right kerfuffle. Yeah. I was like, okay, then. Yeah, we're going, we're going with so it. Funny. Yeah, we're going with it. <laughs> Yes. That's so, okay. awesome. How can people, we'll, we'll say this at the end too, but how can people buy Free Indeed? Uh, I'm so happy that it it's on Amazon. The reason I'm happy is because the Aussies and the Kiwis, New Zealanders, were like, Amazon had it for like $46 or something for a while, but it's yes. back at a normal price. Yay. So Amazon, um, it's at Walmart. I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh, it's at Walmart. Um, wow. So Americans, walmart.com, um, World of Books. Uh, there's a, just just Google it and it's yeah. everywhere. Mandy so, Woodhouse, free indeed. 
You'll see it pop up. Brandy. You will not regret reading that book, you guys. It is so good. Thank you so much. So and thank you again to you and Lauren for the endorsement as well. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Both verbal and <laughs> we scribed uh, yes. an endorsement as well. Yes. Um, that was great. Yeah. Okay. So Mandy, so, you've been a lot, yeah. lot's been happening in your world lately. Yeah. What's the exciting thing that has happened most recently for you guys? Yeah. So about seven weeks, no, wait, eight, nine weeks ago, nine weeks ago, um, we moved from Brisbane in Australia down to South Australia in Adelaide. We're in Adelaide. So it was like a, a massive trek. It was a, a faith step. It was mm -hmm. the Lord calling us here. It was, um, you know, either give away or sell almost everything. Yeah, that's, I mean, you guys <laughs> stripped down quite a bit of what you oh, guys yeah. had. Like, yes, yes. Renting, yeah. we own a home in Brisbane, so renting out the home in Brisbane. Mm -hmm. And then it was a, a three day drive down with our three little mini schnauzers. Um, that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so we, um, we had a, a beautiful time. We got here, moved into a house we had not seen except for a few photos online, and planted ourselves. We're at a, a great church. We've got great friends. We already had friends down here. And we're now in um, a more permanent home for the next 12 months. And we're Ooh. just excited to see what God's going to do down yeah. here. So. Amazing things is what he's going to do. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. So, yeah. So, I mean, with that said, you know, because you guys, you know, you kind of documented some of that online and you and I talked and Costin and I talked, um, you know, and it was, it, it was, quite the process to, to strip things down and really start anew, like start yes. fresh and step into the unknown. And yeah. what we're talking about today, there's a measure of authority and something that I always, I say this a lot. I've said it a lot lately. Uh, Cause I, uh, it's this, it's that most of the time when people come on this show, cause I know a lot of them personally, most of the time when they come on a show and they give something that's really profound and really resonates they're actively walking through whatever that thing is, or they just recently yeah. walked through it. And so yeah. there's a, a, a measure of authority that you carry in what we're going to be talking about today. Um, yeah. Yeah. So just to set up, um, she is going to be, we're going to be going over a word that she published and then the, Eli and then Elijah list published back in May, the end of May. Um, so if yeah. you guys want to go along with it, there's a link in the description to the stuff we talked about. Read Mandy's word. I think it's what it's called. It'll take you to an Elijah list link. You can follow along as we talk about it as well. So Mandy, take it away. So, um, yeah. So the thing that I felt, I'm going to take one of these out of my ear because I, I feel like I'm in a well listening to mm -hmm. myself. So, <laughs> um, one, so, so we had to drive down. So driving down from Brisbane to Adelaide, three day drive. We had like a 10 day drive the first day stayed in like a caravan park one night that allows dogs then you know then like a, a nine hour drive the next day or so it might have been opposite but basically we had three days of really long driving and we're driving into the unknown and we uh you know like we we've gotten rid of most of our stuff we have people that are going to be moving into the home that we own so we're like now officially landlords which is kind of cool um 
and, and, and we just don't know. We don't know like what we're just going on, what the Lord has asked us to do. And in the, in the process of this, Koss and I are the crazy type of people that get up at like 2 a.m., make a cup of coffee. We're on the road by 2.30 because we want to beat the traffic and we want to be able to, we just like that, you yeah. know? Let's let's just go. Let's go. Mm -hmm. So we had left quite early, um, and we were leaving a place called Kunabara Brand. Now, <laughs> wow, <laughs> the spelling the spelling would be correct in the word Elijah List published because I double triple checked it, but I, I think it's like C U N N A B U R R A B R A N. Yeah, you're close. Yeah. I, I'm looking Pretty at it right now. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, I should it before I hopped on. Shame on you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Kunaburabran is a like a little country village in um, like a very rural, almost the outback in New South Wales. Okay. And it's on the way down. And it's known as the astronomy capital of Australia. So not okay. astrology, okay, yeah. astronomy, Actual different. Actual observation of, <laughs> you know, celestial things and, yeah. Yes. So there's like this mountain with this little or hill that has a little observatory on top of it. Um, it's like the star capital. So in the Southern Hemisphere, if you want to see the star, it's the clearest place in all yeah, of minimal Australia. light pollution. And some say, yes, it's amazing. So we had a, a number of friends who had said to us, man, you have to go. If you're staying in Kunaburabran, you've got to go and see the stars. You've got to go to the observatory. And we're like, we've got three dogs. We're driving down. You know, we, we didn't really have the time or the energy to mm -hmm. like drop everything, go up to some mountain, whatever. So, but it was in the back of my mind and we were driving, we're driving these back roads in the middle of the night and I had been praying for a number of things. Okay. So first of all, I'm just giving you the, the story. You won't see all of this in the word, but I'd been praying because we're driving into the unknown. You know, that's one yeah. thing. Um, yeah. And, and, and a lot of people are in that place right now. Like, I don't know what's next. I know the Lord has called me to transition. I know that the Lord has called me to something else. I know that there's realignments happening. And, and a lot of people are in transition right now. And you don't know what the next step is. You're just going. You're just going with it. Um, so there was that aspect. I was praying into that. Also, the idea of just being stuck. Sometimes we get stuck in a place where all we can see is the temporal. So in my mind, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, I don't know what this house, I'm a, I'm a girl and I like to nest and I like to make mm -hmm. home home. And I'm like, I don't know what this house is, we're moving to. I don't know what it's going to look like. And I don't have a couch anymore. And how are we going to welcome people? And we don't have a mm -hmm. table and, you know, all these things mm -hmm. and all I can see. And also the idea of like, you know, finances and things like that. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, I don't know what this looks like. So like I was kept seeing just at, at a temporal level and I kept having to pull myself up, speak to myself, take my thoughts captive you know, get back into like, Lord, this is what you say and trusting and relying on him. And the third thing I was praying about is um, as a reformer myself, and I have a lot of friends who are like hardcore, like reformers and God's calling up the reformers and the pioneers. And that's, that's another cliche thing, but it is something God's doing right now. So I was praying for some friends because I just, I, I know what it feels like. 
and I know what it feels like to to have like a a burning desire to see change and a burning desire to see um to see things done the way the Lord wants them to do to be done, right? And I'll I'll speak more into that in a second, but I'm praying into these three things. And I'd been praying the whole way. Kassen was driving one car. I was driving another car. So I was alone with two my two, two of the three mini schnauzers in the car. Um, and so I just was like praying the whole time. Anyway, we're at Kunaburnam, Burbram, 2.30 in the morning. So I um, send Kasten a little message and I'm like, hey, you know, a lot of people have said we need to, to look at the stars. Let's just pull off on the side of the road and take a few minutes to look at the stars. So we get out, we pull off, and I'm telling you, there is like we are in the middle of nowhere. I was actually kind of scared to pull off because yeah. Australian outback animals, like you don't know what you're going to find. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> they have a reputation. <laughs> they do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not always a really true reputation in the cities, but we weren't in the city. We were in the outback, you know, so mm-hmm. I was like, okay. So we we pull over and um, it was a little cold. And I just remember looking up and I have never in my life seen the stars quite like that. Wow. Um, and I've I spent there was a summer that I was in New Mexico and there was a giant meteor shower. And I remember I remember how clear everything was, how beautiful it was back then. But this this beat even that like I am so grateful that we decided to stop just outside of Coonabara Brand. And um, we looked up at the stars and I I don't know that I've ever seen the Milky Way before. Like I could, I, re, I was like, Custom, what's that cloud? And he's like, babe, that's the Milky Way. Yeah. Like, it was <laughs> that awesome. clear, you know? Yeah. I'm like, oh. Uh-huh. And there was such a sense of like humility that came with that. Um, I, in that moment, like I felt so so small. Um, I felt so finite. And I also felt like so seen and so known by the Lord. And it felt like everything that I had been concerned about, you know, I was concerned about some of my reformer friends actually um, getting offended instead of having righteous anger. I was really praying into that. And I was concerned about, you know, where money would come from, what this would look like, what, what's Kostin's mm-hmm. new job going to look like, all these mm-hmm. things, all of that melted away. Yeah. And, and I just was like, it just felt, I felt the presence and the love of the Lord, but the sovereignty of the mm-hmm. Lord and the bigness of the Lord. And uh, I am, I am one. And if you read my book, you know, I am a believer in our identity in Christ. And I believe that we're not ordinary. I get upset when someone says, Oh no, woe is me. I'm so ordinary. I'm so I'm like, no, you're not. You're extraordinary. You have, you know, the spirit yeah. of the living Come God on. alive at work within you. You're yep. not a mere mortal. And I can prove it to you from scripture. And yes, that's true. But also we're small and we're finite and we're nothing. We are nothing compared to the bigness of God. Yes. Mm. I'm awesome. I'm massive. I am strong. I am powerful. I'm all that. Yes. I'm nothing. Yes. Without, without Christ, you know? And so, you know, the Lord gave me a scripture, a couple of scriptures in that moment. Um, 
Isaiah 40, 26. Oh my gosh. Uh, this is from the New American Standard. I love it. I eat up the word of God, especially yeah. these days, man. So um, New American Standard 95, it says, lift up your eyes on high and see who has created these stars. The one who leads forth their host by number. He calls them by name because of the greatness of his might and the strength of his power. Not one of them is missing. Like he knows every star. He calls them by name. That's how wild. much, how much greater do I matter? This mm -hmm. transition, how much like, why am I worried? Why am I seeing things at a temporal level sometimes? Why am I worried about reformer friends why am i worried about this or that why why, why am i worried like why mm. because he he created the stars and he calls them all by name and i was just meditating on that and then um i began to like to 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 this word was forming in my heart and i felt like it was for like those three people like the the person that's in transition the person who feels like they're a reformer and things are just really um, a little like frustrating right now. And then the person who just can't seem to see beyond the temporal, like, you know what the word of God says and, and you, you just can't seem to connect with it right now. I feel like, like it was a word for those three people. Mm. And then I began like, to, to meditate on Job. And I actually had to, whenever we stopped to fuel up to get, to get gas, I had to like, look it up to, to be sure that I understood um, what the Lord was saying to Job. And I love it in the new living translation, Job 38, 31 through 33. And this is where I felt like it was a bit of a word for like the reformers, you know, like, like, Job is standing before the Lord and the Lord says to Job, like, can you direct the movement of the stars, binding the cluster of the Pleiades or loosening the cords of Orion? Can you direct the constellations through the seasons or guide the bear with her cubs across the heavens? Do you know the laws of the universe? Can you use them to regulate the earth? You know, and I was just like thinking about, I felt like the Lord was saying that to me, like, who are you? Were you here whenever I formed the earth? Were you here whenever I gave birth to these stars and I called each of them by name? Like, who are, who are you to think mm -hmm. that? You know, who are you to worry? Who are you to be offended on behalf of the church? Who are yeah, you to th all these things? And mm -hmm. I was like, he just, uh, I'm telling you, Jeff, I think I cried for a good, like two hours on this, like, massive trip because awesome. I, I just could feel the presence of God mm -hmm. and I could just sense what he was saying. And, and, um, I yeah, felt I so encouraged by that. Mm. Yeah, that is, man, I, I, I've had obviously different circumstances, but I've had those moments of like, because uh, I get that that same feeling anytime I look at not even just the stars, but even something. A lot of times it can be forces of nature, or it can be yes. um, like like on the Oregon coast that there are certain spots where this it can get pretty angry. Like the the sea yeah. is pretty angry. Or when mm. I hear thunder, and I imagine I'm like that's like God's voice, dude. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, and you have these moments of like 
it's not it's a gun as a way of this this way of putting you in your place but it's not in this like shame on you kind of way but yes. it's just like thanks for listening the elijah fire podcast is made possible by donations like yours to become a partner visit elijahfire.com slash give if i made the stars and call them by name and i also tell you do not worry yes i mean it i mean what i say and there's this yeah. sense of awe that comes like in those moments of just like yeah and I, that's what i think that's one of the reasons why i'm so attracted to sci-fi specifically like space sci-fi yeah uh, because i just love I, that, I I can't help but just imagine. I love. I have a very active imagination. That's something that is a gift from God. And and I'm always thinking like I'm like, wh- what are you creating out there? That's why I love like pictures of like star cradles. Have you ever seen like pictures of star cradles, which are yeah. like yes. stars being born? We literally are capturing <sighs> the a moment in time of God mid creation. And it's like I, I I'm just it. like so in awe of of that. Um, yeah. Yeah, he's he's a big god. He's awesome. <laughs> oh, and that that's part of the word. Like, look up, mm. look up. Like that's what he just kept saying to me. When you look up, when you look up, you're not. You see beyond the temporal. You don't worry about the transition. You don't worry about what's next, and you're, you you see my bigness. And I think. For the reformers, you know, and the pioneers. And again, I I had to humble myself before the Lord because I, I felt like um, I'm, I'm kind of going off just on a little. I just want to no, go off on good. a little, uh, ta- not really a tangent, but just a little side road for the reformers. Um, because I, as a, as a prophet, I can smell, sometimes literally, I can smell when godly anger starts to get perverted and become carnal because um because perspective has changed yeah i can smell like when when the when when godly anger becomes um a righteous anger because they because you see something that needs to be changed or you're like oh why we could be doing this so much better and why is this an agenda and it should be this and this you know if it's unyielded and if it is um, not fully submitted to the Lord, it can become offensive. It can become bitterness and you don't even realize it. And next thing you know, it becomes your agenda and yeah. and not Jesus, the agenda, not Jesus. And with Jesus is, is reconciliation and restoration and yes, realignment and yes, correction, but like you said earlier, it's not going to be something that brings condemnation or shame or criticism, mm-hmm. right? Or accusation. And yeah. the the accuser just sits there like he's waiting. He's just waiting to have just a little tiny breach where he can just pop yeah. his head in and start to accuse and start to criticize. And, and if we just keep our focus up, we stay humble. So we like lay ourselves like prostrate at his feet like Mary at the feet of Jesus, but mm-hmm. we look up, it changes our perspective. Mm-hmm. And, and that's where the Lord was like, who are you? Like, you weren't there when I created these stars. Why are you so worried for me? Why are you so worried about your reformer friends that you think are 
getting offended. Like, thank you for praying for them. But they're not yours to carry. Yeah, they're mine yeah. to carry. The That's church it. is not yours to carry. It's mine to carry. You do what I have asked you to do. Um, and then he began to speak again. He was speaking to me this morning as well from Psalm 4610, the idea of just being still and knowing that he's God. Mm. So be still and know. Okay. So that word being still. Um, it means so many different things. It means ceasing striving. It means to sink, to sink down and to relax. It means to let go. And this is all from Strong's in the Hebrew. And it means to show oneself slack or to like let things drop. And like, I've heard it taught quite a bit to cease striving and we get that. And a lot of times we teach it from like the, the perspective of when you're trying too hard to do things for the Lord or, or when you just need to like rest or whatever. And rest is so important. Okay. But what got to me here is like letting it go. Yeah. Let it go. Man. Let it go. <laughs> Be still, let it go. And no. And this is where before, before the show, I was telling you an illumination. I was get, I was actually getting wrecked this morning mm-hmm. by by this uh, revelation because the Lord was having me dig into Psalm forty six a bit more. So be still and know. The word to know is the word yada. Okay, and yada you see it all throughout the Old Testament, but it's the same word that. Um, that that the Bible uses when it says that Adam knew his wife oh. and she conceived. Okay, so you know what I'm saying. I don't want uh-huh. to be crude. Yeah, you, you get people can, Adam people can uh, A plus B equals C. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you okay. Do, yeah, you got it. <laughs> so that level of intimacy, um, that level of knowing, it also means um, to discover. Okay, so imagine we see striving. And we let go, and then we intimately know him. We discover him. We we have a friendship with him. There's a mm. fellowship with him. Yeah. And man, I just like, I, I find that um, having been in transition and, you know, the new and all, all of the, the beautiful prophetic cliches that we use all the time, um, that are true, but the, yeah, they're true, but, yeah. but you hear them often, you uh-huh. know, um, that's doing a new thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And you hear it all the time. Yeah. I know it's scriptural. I, I, I kind of struggle sometimes with the, with the cliches, even though mm-hmm. sometimes I use them, but yeah. I, I find that, um, and I was saying this to someone yesterday that there are times when like, because everything is new, like the things that used to work for me. Um, are not necessarily going to work for me yeah, today. Yeah. And so where I used to feel like I'm in transition or I'm, you know, praying for people or I want to see reformation in an area or, you know, I, I'll, all I'm seeing is the temporal and I can't, I, like it used to be easy for me to turn on some worship music, sit with him, pray in tongues a little bit, you know, um, to, decree some scripture over myself. And yes, 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 those are good things. Yes. But when I stopped and I looked up and I looked up at the stars, everything shifted. 
And and you mentioned nature earlier. I'm finding for me in this season, because it's it's a transition time, things are different. And I, if I go outside in the grass barefoot, and look, Adelaide has a lot of green. Oh, it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. Uh, like there's green and rolling hills and vineyards. And we have deciduous trees down here, which I didn't have in Queensland, by the way. So I'm getting to have like an actual fall, which is amazing because yeah. I didn't get that for so many years. But looking at the leaves and all of those things, I feel the presence of God and it shifts things for me. Um, it shifts perspective. It shifts. It, it just shifts things for me. And it allows me to be still and to know yeah. him. You know, I, I was also thinking this morning. Um, actually, I'll go back to that. Um, sorry, I'm, I'm just trying to hear the Holy Spirit. I think that there are some people that are like, yeah, that's so great. I get it. Awesome. I don't understand how to be intimate with the Lord. Mm. I don't. How, what does that look like? You okay. say. So this is just really quick, Mandy. Uh, look, everybody, my guests don't have enough time in their schedule to watch every single episode of a life. <laughs> this has been like the topic we've continued to come back to this week. That's amazing. So yeah, I noticed that. Yeah. Yeah. And look, it's not a formula. It's not a formula. Um, and if it's, if it's the hot topic of the week, it means it's on the Lord's heart. That's right. Yeah. And if you've got questions, there's, uh, there's no coincidence. He wants, he wants that yada. He wants that intimacy with us more than we want it with him. Yep. He wants it so bad. Um, you know, and, and it says that in scripture, like he's called the stars by name and you mean so much more to him than the stars. We mean more to him than most, like the, than his creation. He, he died for us. And so, um, you know, it looks different for different people, but there is a place that you can get to where your connection, like you, your spirit connects with him in such a depth and such a way that like, I, I had a moment last night, Kasten had a worship song on. We, we had a date day. We went to dinner. And then instead of watching a movie, we chose just to sit in the living room with worship music on and just oh, kind of awesome. pray and stuff. Yeah. And and it was a song that doesn't usually get me going. You know, some of his music and my music don't always sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, you know. Yep. And um, but for whatever reason, I felt my heart and my spirit connect with the Lord. And instead of like moving away from that or beginning to pray for this morning or which it's morning for me right now, mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever I, I chose to lean into that a little bit. Mm-hmm. I chose to push a little bit deeper. I chose to like chase after whatever it was that I was sensing and feeling. And I allowed myself to get really still. I allowed myself to drop every thought, right. like be still to drop it, to let it go, to let go of the pressure of the things I have to do today, um, to let go of the the pressure of like, you know, being on Elijah fire and, and, and what am I going to say? But like letting it go and leaning into him and letting him love on me. And I didn't really know in that moment how best to love on him. So I just 
let him love on me and some like I was weeping. I've just been weeping for a few days now, yeah. but it's good, you know. A hot it's mess, like, yeah. <laughs> a hot mess. And the Lord's doing something new in me. Mm. And so for those of you who feel like I don't know how to do it, like I think first and foremost, let him love on you. Be still, know that he's got, let him love on you. You know, we we try and it's a good thing to want to try to push in, but like, let him love on you, let mm. him love on you. Because when, when you do that, um, your heart and, and your spirit opens up, everything opens up more to him than you want more of him. Mm. And um, oh, I get, sorry, I get really passionate about it. I get really excited yeah. about it. Well, there's someone, um, and I just, I just heard this who, uh, and this is it, you, someone just gave you a compliment and you wouldn't receive it or internally wow. you couldn't receive it. And that's actually, God sends people to like, have you ever had a thought and, or, or you've been struggling, you're praying about something and you're like, God, I just need, I just, I, I need some affirmation in this. Like, am I doing this right? Or am I, or I just, I, I need to know that I'm loved or whatever it could be. And then all of a sudden someone comes up to you and they give you a compliment. They text you and they say something nice. Um, I, that would be maybe the first step is if, if you are having a hard time accepting that compliment, like that is God is actually mm. trying to encourage you. Yeah. Um, and that was a recently, a recent rebuke. Well, not recent, but it was like last year uh, with me is, I was really struggling with a couple of things and there were some words that were given to me to meant to encourage me. And I, I would go back. I found myself going back to this spot of just like, God, Oh, like, what was me? And he actually like, it was a, it was a rebuke, but God's like the best at rebuking. Cause he was like, why aren't you listening to me? I'm trying wow. to encourage you. And then also wow. I was recalling all these words that people had given me. And I was like, God, I am so sorry. Like, you're right. You know? So yeah, yeah. I think maybe that would be the first step would be acknowledging that having, the, yeah. I know this sounds weird, but having the courage to look at that compliment and accept it. Yeah. That's yeah. so good. Yeah. It takes humility to do that, mm -hmm. you know? And, and that's, that's one of the things I think that he was talking to me about as well is just, um, humility. Like, mm -hmm. Is it uh, Psalm 9 verse 12 says um, in one translation, it says he doesn't forget the cry of the humble. Mm, that's good. And there's just a humility that that we actually need. We need to stay humble. We need to stay um, those in transition, the reformers, those who are struggling to see beyond the temporal. We have to stay humble. And that was part of the whole idea of just looking up at the stars. I was like, oh my gosh, you know, I, I, who am I? Like yeah. Job speaking, you know, the Lord speaking to Job, like, who are you? You weren't here. Like there's something good about that. And when the Lord does it, like you said, it, it, it's not crushing. It doesn't crush you. Um, it comes with a great deal of love and, and I guess repentance, but that's a, not a bad thing. It's not repentance. is not a bad word. Mm -hmm. Realigning to his heartbeat. Yeah. Um, not losing that sense of awe, I think. Yeah. And it's yes. easy to do that when we get caught up and, yes. you know, moving 
finances, you know, yeah. how am I going to get my three puppies, uh, you know, to yeah. Adelaide, you know, like those types of things where we yeah. can lose that sense of awe. And that's actually Job chapter uh, 38 is one of my favorite moments in scripture because wow. of how much it makes you like, it's like, it's like in the, like the yeah. cartoons where like some guy's talking to a dude sitting down and he's acting all tough. And then all of a sudden the guy stands up and it's like, you realize he's like massive, you know, yeah. it's like those moments of like, God is huge. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Oh, that is so yeah. true. Um, you know, it, it's counter intuitive as well. And I wanted to throw that in there too, because I've been, um, I've got some of my um, beautiful ladies. I'm doing a mentoring group right now with Outrageous Hope. Some of my beautiful ladies are watching right now. So they would have heard me say, I'm, I'm looking down at my phone, by the way. So when I look down, it's at, oh, I'm it's looking okay. at my phone, but the comments that, um, uh, you know, they would have heard me say that it, warfare is often um, how we do warfare is often counterintuitive. And it goes along with the idea of being humble and looking up and knowing that you're finite and having awe. Because what we want to do often is grab our sword, grab it and run at the enemy. And Mm -hmm. and the Lord is very clear. Proverbs 18.10, he says, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run to it and they are saved, right? And I think at times he wants us to run up to him first. And and again, it's part of the whole idea of just humility and and yeah. it doesn't feel um it doesn't feel like it just feels counterintuitive, right? Because yeah. war is yeah. well, someone's attacked us, let's grab our swords mm-hmm. and let's grab our guns and let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Let's you know, and, uh-huh. and and it takes a great deal of humility to listen to him and to be still and to just be still and to look up. And, and you know, there's countless times in scripture where there is a war or something like, you know, the, they, they stop. Uh, King Jehoshaphat, I think, is one they like. He called the people to pray and fast together. And then the Lord came and said, like, I will fight for you. You know, and I just imagine myself like instead of running at something hardcore, I'm a reformer and I'm going to run at this problem and we're going to reform it and we're going to do something different. The Lord's like, no, actually, I just want you to sit still for a Mm. while. I want you to run to me for a while. I want you to drop everything and run, run here for a while. Um, I had written down. Oh. The word run actually um, means to move quickly and with great urgency. That's what it means in the Hebrew. And so it's not like, well, let's like, let's kind of like take our time and let's like slowly back into the strong tower because I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to keep an eye on the enemy. Mm -hmm. Like, no, you turn around and you quickly with great urgency, go and run to him. Mm-hmm. Go and run to him first. Yeah. If you're in transition and you don't know what to do, stop trying to figure it out. Stop trying to come up with a plan. Plans are good. Okay. But like, go to him first. If if you're having trouble seeing beyond the temporal, yeah, go and sit with him. If you're a reformer and your heart's getting kind of like, oh, messed up because you don't like how this looks or how this looks and you don't know how to fix it, but you know, the Lord's called you to speak into it and fix it. 
go and sit with him. Yeah, that's just so good. go. It doesn't feel doesn't feel like that's your natural intuition, you know. But that's mm-hmm. what he calls the the kingdom is so like opposite most of the time. Like like you think that it should look this way, and a lot of times it's the opposite of what it is. You know, pray for your enemies. Help Elijah Fire continue to make an impact around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. Visit ElijahFire.com slash give and become a partner today. Um, bless those who curse you. Like, like it's, there are opposites. And I love that. I yeah. love that. Oh, I just love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Th- that can be very, very difficult to stop yeah. yourself. But like, you know, I have a total warrior's heart. So I'm like, I, yeah. I have had in the past, I've had a tendency to run myself into the ground because I just make an assumption that, oh, I'm supposed to pick up my sword and I'm supposed to lay waste to the enemy. But what I'm actually needing to do in that moment. And it, if you could picture it, the absurdity of an army charging at you and you're like, well, yeah, I'm supposed to like fight them you know, duh. Uh, and then all of a sudden God's like, all right, I want you to rest. You know what it's yes. like? No, man. <laughs> Absolutely. But that's what he calls us to. Yeah. And that's the thing, you know, I, I think I shared with, um, with my ladies, I think that when we run to the strong tower first, what happens is that's where we get empowered that's where we uh, get filled up. That's mm-hmm. where we get our affirmation. Yeah. That's where we get like our weapons get the power up. I'm thinking like video games, you yeah. know, like old school Mario. Like, mm-hmm. like you're like a little tiny and you run in and you eat the mushroom and you get big. Yeah. You know, that's that's where you <laughs> yeah. that's where you get that, and yeah. and that's necessary, especially in today's world. It is so necessary, and it is so necessary that our our perspective goes back to um to the only agenda being jesus yeah come on and i'm just i'm on a thing right now that that has to be my only agenda that it has to be and and it is so easy there's there's been just this the the whole woke spirit all of that it has just been unleashed on the earth right now People are confused about their identity. People are confused about this. They're confused about that. There's, you know, um, tiffs over what the prophetic should look like. There's tiffs over what church should look like. There's, you know, like this, it's, it's just, it's just a mess in some ways. Um, And I see the bigger picture. I know it's beautiful and I know that the Lord is actually doing beautiful things. So don't mishear me. It's not something to be discouraged about. Um, but but if you were to look at just the temporal, it doesn't look very pretty right now yeah. in the Bride of Christ globally because there's this thing that's been unleashed. But imagine if all of us took the time to humble ourselves, to look up, to um, be still and know, to allow him to, to be our shepherd, our guide, you know, Everyone's talking about Psalm 23 and Psalm 23 is beautiful. It's one of my favorite Psalms. And um, I know, you know, it's 2023 and people have prophesied Psalm 23 and 2023. And um, and so I'll, I'll just jump on that 
bandwagon as well because I think it's what the Lord is saying yeah. that, you know, uh, he's my shepherd. And a shepherd is like that's that's a, a sense of lordship. He's your pastor. He's your ruler. If you look up that word shepherd, he rules you. He pastors you. He cares for you. There's a sense of friendship and fellowship rolled up in that word. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. You're not going to be in wants. You're not going to be anxious. You're not going to be in need. You're going to be able to lie down and rest when he's your shepherd, when he's your Lord, when you continue to look up and you realize how finite you are and how large he is. And you look at him in awe, like you said, Jeff, and you just let him be the Lord. What happens is your whole everything changes, you know, the way we see things, our perspective changes and our um, our agenda changes. Yeah, and and I, going back to what I was saying about Jesus being our only agenda, we can't afford we can't afford to have any other agenda with what's been unleashed and and the state of what um, our beautiful bride is walking through at the moment and she's not going to stay here forever. We can't afford, we can't afford it. If my agenda is to build outrageous hope and to make a name for myself and to stand on a platform, that, that cannot be. And I can justify right. it all I want and mm-hmm. say, oh, it's because it's the name of the Lord. It's because the name of <sighs> yeah. Jesus is going out across the, and I've been there and I've had to repent of that because my agenda needs to be Jesus and Jesus alone. Mm-hmm. When my agenda is Jesus, yes, we'll see salvation. Yes, we'll see miracles. Yes, we'll see signs and wonders. Mm-hmm. Yes, we'll see all the things we want to see. Yes, we'll see things reformed. My agenda has to be Jesus first. And in order for my agenda to always be Jesus, I need to always be looking up. I need to always be in a place of awe. I need to always be at the feet of Jesus. I need to always be in a place where Mm. I yada know him intimately. I need to always be at a place where I'm like, who am I? Who am I? I didn't give the stars names. You gave the stars names. I know today we can pay to have the little paper to have a star named after us. I feel like sometimes God laughs at that. He's like, I've already yeah. given that star uh-huh. name. Who He's are like, you? It's not his real name. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. not his real name. Yeah. No, and that's also prophetic of mm-hmm. just the counterfeit that's happening. Like we're not going to be able to see past the counterfeit if we don't be still and know and look up and rest. And it's so needed today. It's so needed. And if we're going to, to clean up the image that the world sees of the church right now, and it's again, it's only right now, it's only right now. Um, because scripture is very clear and prophets are very clear about what the bride is going to look like right now. It's just a cleanup phase, right? Um, we have to keep him as our main agenda and that's the way to do it. And like I was thinking earlier, another story real quick. Yeah. Um, I, a couple of years ago, I had re- released another word. I don't think it was on Elijah list. I think it was just somewhere on my blog. This was like four years ago. Um, in, in Australia, we have jacaranda trees which I think might be on the West Coast in America as well. Um, Jacarandas um, have the purple flowers. 
Look it up. Jacarandas are gorgeous. Jacaranda tree. Oh, They're yeah. They're gorgeous until all the purple falls on the ground. Then it's like brown mush. <laughs> but <laughs> but yes, like, really I love So pretty. And so being like a Southern girl from the US, like we would not see a jacaranda tree. So I come to Australia and it's jacaranda season, usually like, like October, November. I get really excited to go and see the jacarandas. And so we had just moved back to Australia about four years ago, living with some good friends for a while. And I remember just wanting to see a jacaranda tree. And I had prayed before we moved to Australia that we'd have a jacaranda in our yard. And um, I was just like, why am I not seeing the jacaranda? And I was getting like, like frustrated with the Lord because I was, I was just like, I want to see more of that jacaranda tree. <laughs> and one day I was standing outside and I, I think I was in the backyard of the friends we lived with um, and, and just complaining to the Lord about not getting to see this jacaranda, <laughs> not having a jacaranda in the yard. And My like, life's ruined. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it's silly. I know, but yeah. And I felt the Lord. We've all say, done it, Mandy. We've all done it. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I felt the Lord say to me, like, like I heard him say, look, just look up. And I was like, what do you mean? And I looked up and I had no idea that there was a, an extremely large jacaranda tree in the yard and it hadn't dropped the purple flowers yet, but they had trimmed the, the branches because of the power lines. So there was a jacaranda tree and it was right above me, but I was so busy on this temporal plane complaining that I didn't take the time to actually (laughs) look up and see there was a massive jacaranda tree like over the house into the yard Mm. and that's a message i'll tell you what right there (laughs) i know and i had a moment where i felt really humbled Mm. and i was like humbled in awe a little repentant you know and then i just had a good laugh with the lord because i was like okay lord all right, Jesus, I'm I'm with you now. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. Sorry for being a diva. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Um, but I felt like that was just something to share. I feel like that's a word so for people Absolutely. too, you know, like look up, like you oh man. So, yeah. you know, like my um my pastor Todd will say often, like, you know, the Bible says this, yes. But it also says this, yes. But it looks like it's contradictory, yes. But it says this, yes. Like, <laughs> yes, right? Yeah. And so, like, we look up, yes. We lay down at the feet of Jesus, yes. We are not mere mortals, yes. We are nothing, yes. It's it's all of these things. Mm-hmm. And, and even last night I was... Um, processing with Costin on, you know, uh, Matthew eleven twelve, which says, you know, the the kingdom of heaven, um, you know, is is like, what is it? The kingdom is violent. The violent take it by force. Yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. I promise, I know that scripture. <laughs> I just well, I'm, I'm looking. At my, what is it? Matthew what? Eleven twelve. 
in the NASB. Because I looked at it in so many different translations that it, it's all jumbled in my head right now. Yeah. So it says, for uh, from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violence. violent men take it by force. So that's the yes. NASB 1995 version. So we were look, we were just discussing that because I've heard that scripture used um, to kind of uh, combat the idea for us to be still and know because well we need to be we need to take it by force scripture says there's also a season to take it by force and and Kaz and I were discussing it we were looking at the context and we were looking at it in the Greek and you know what it's actually not clear what it actually means because it's talking about John the Baptist and it's talking about prophecies right um, and we won't go into that because that's like a whole nother thing. But we we both were just like, that's not quite, I don't think people quite use that scripture the way that it was meant, but I'm mm. not sure. And commentary, like you, no one really can give you what that actually means. And so I I walked away with that and I was praying into it last night. And, and that's the Lord pulled, I, I said to Kasten, the Lord pulled a Todd on me because it was like, Yes. And yes. So yes, there are times where we get up and we run hardcore and we fight for the kingdom of God. Yes. But he's our strong tower and we run to him. Yes. I love that. But we have to contend. Yes. But we have to sit at his feet and wait for a while. Yes. And and it's all it's love yes. That. The kingdom of God is yes. And like, let, yeah. let those who have ears to hear, hear that, because I know it doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but you know, you're a reformer. Yes. But you have to keep your heart in check. Yes. But mm -hmm. you're a nobody. Yes. But you're called to do great things. Yes. But like, we just, yeah. we just have to get with Jesus. <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah. And then even that seems counter like that can seem counterintuitive. If you're just relying upon logic. Yes. Looking at everything going on and being like, dude, the last thing I need to do right now is sit and do nothing. For some uh -huh. reason, I don't know why, and this is not, this analogy does not work with what I just said, but for some reason, I keep thinking of, if anybody's seen the movie Cars, when like Lightning McQueen, he's like <laughs> driving and like, he's like learning how to drift. And he keeps turning his wheels in the direction that he's wanting to drift. And, yeah. and then he's, he's taught that you actually, in order to drift and look all cool around this corner, you actually turn your wheels the opposite direction in order to go and like slide, you know, and, and it seems so counterintuitive. Um, so like the kingdom, of, I mean, people know this, but like, especially for those who are maybe young believers, it's like, yeah, Illumination says turn right to go left. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, and you're like, what, yeah. you know, but it, the kingdom of heaven does seem counterintuitive. You know, the last yeah. will be first, you know, yes, the, yes. The, you know, Another good the example. Weak or she, my weakness, he is made strong. Like That's what, right. you know, yeah. Um, and, That's and throughout true. scripture, uh, and especially in the old Testament, you see this of God using small things to topple big things. You know, David and yeah. Goliath is a very famous one. Um, yeah, you know, um, but it, th that is that even just everything being counterintuitive, that is the kingdom of heaven. Like that That's is, right. that is his kingdom is yeah. the opposite of what 
uh, you know, even like God will use the foolish things to confound the wise, you know, it's just like, well, yes, yeah, <laughs> maybe definitely. use the wise things to confound the wise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. well, I guess, you know, I know we're ending up in a second, but I, if I could, um, if I could just leave one thing, I would say this whole idea of the, the, the yada, like knowing him, mm-hmm. that will yeah, intimacy. If that's a theme, if that's been a theme on the show this week, like it's obviously on the Lord's heart and it's on the Lord's heart for a reason. And there are layers and layers and layers to, you know, at times what the Lord's reasoning is. But the biggest thing is I think we were created for that and we forget that. And um, for those that don't know how to do it, just keep leaning into it. Keep Mm -hmm. chasing after it. Keep going after it. I never knew I grew up in a in a religious environment, a church where I thought that, um, you know, uh, connecting with the Lord meant reading a little like daily devotional and that was it. Saying a few little prayers and that was it, you know, like tick. Okay. Tick. That's done. Check. That's done. Um, but there's so much more and we cannot afford to not chase after him and ask him and, and I can give tips and I can unpack for people what that could look like, but I lately don't want people to make it a formula. I want yeah, come on. I, I love that. I don't want to spoon feed people either. Like go for it. You want to know, you really want to know, then go chase after him. Go mm-hmm. after him with hostile intent. Do love not it. let go. And you know, um, I would say take him by force, like overtake him. That's that's what he wants. Um, and then look up and be still look up and, and find rest in him. Awesome. Mandy, go ahead and pray for people. Yes. Pray for the people. Oh. Jesus. Oh, Lord, I just, hmm. I thank you for your presence. Yeah. Lord, I just impart a tangible presence of the Lord, tangible presence to every person that can hear our voices right now. I ask Holy Spirit that you would go into people's homes, into their cars, into their places of work, wherever they're located right now, Father. For the person who feels like they want to give up, I heard it. I heard it in the spirit. For the person that feels like they want to give up, the Lord says there is hope for you. There is a plan and a purpose for you. And he wants you to chase after him because he's been chasing after you. And I thank you, Father, that there is going to be an increase in understanding of what it means to truly know you, to truly know you in deep and intimate ways. And I thank you, Father, that even now, Lord God, you are opening people's eyes to your presence and who you are. God, I ask right now, Father, that you put a um, that you put a like like a uh, a backbone of um what's the word, like a plumb line in the reformers right now, God, that you would just keep 
them, um, like your word says not to move the ancient boundary stones, that they would not move to the right or to the left, that they would keep their eyes fixed firmly on you, Lord God. And I thank you, Father, that uh, like you said to me, what what is man that you are mindful of me? Like what, 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 that we would see, that we would see you as the big and awesome God that you are. Big and awesome, yes. Intimate, intimate, and our friend, yes. Your yes and your yes and your yes and amen. I thank you, Father, for giving rest to those who need it, teaching us what that means. It's in your precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. Oh, this is great, Mandy. Such a great way to kick off the weekend for many of us or continue yeah. the weekend for you Aussies <laughs> out there. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, Oceana people. Um, yeah. Um, how can people, again, how can people get free indeed? How can they get it? Um, Amazon, Walmart, World of Books. Look, I've got two free indeeds though. So if you're going to look it up, look up free indeed revised. Yeah, there you go. Otherwise, you get the older one that has the hashtag. Um, get the revised edition. And I've I've tried to remove the older one, but I don't think that it's been removed from everywhere. So mm. yeah, <laughs> work in progress. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, get the revised version, guys. It's so good. So so encouraging. Um, mm, thank so good. You, thank you. Yeah, thank just you. Fire you up. Uh, so Mandy, how can people follow you? How can they get in on your blog situation? All that good stuff. <laughs> My blog situation that I'm about to work on updating more often. Oh, nice. Um, Mandy Woodhouse outrageous hope.com. Yes, all in word. Mandy Woodhouse outrageous hope on Facebook, also Instagram. Also, Outrageous Hope on YouTube. And I have a podcast which is kind of on hold at the moment. But it's I'm amazing. A bit as well. of a break. It's so and good. <laughs> thank you. And that's on Spotify and Google until I can get it on Apple, which I'm still struggling with. So, yeah, the Outrageous Hope yeah. podcast. So good, you guys. So encouraging. Um, that's what you're about, Mandy. So good. And Jeff has been on a few of those, uh, those episodes too. Well, it was season one. one. It was one that because of me and I talk a lot, we you split up into two episodes. <laughs> it was uh, awesome though. Yeah, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. So um, Mandy, I, I just I think so highly of you. I think you're such a great example to the body of Christ, you and your husband, Costin. Mm -hmm. So thank you so much for gracing us with your presence. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. So um, everybody have an amazing weekend. Yes. Uh, relax, rest, intimacy, guys. That's been like the topic yes. of the week. Intimacy with the Lord. So um, pursue him, spend time with him, uh, and you're not going to regret it. I never do. Yes. So, yes. Um, uh, join us on Monday, you guys, at 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern time. We have Jesse and Amy Champ back. It's going to be a great time. So tune in then. We love you guys. Have a great weekend and we will see you then. Okay, bye. This has been Elijah Fire. Thanks for listening. 
For more episodes like this, you can check out the Elijah Fire podcast on ElijahFire.com, on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can watch us live every weekday at 2 p.m. Pacific time on YouTube, Rumble, Twitch, and Facebook. Elijah Fire is presented by Elijah Streams and is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahFire.com slash give for more info on how you can donate today. Thank you.